I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, Episode 74, Money Confidence in the New Year with Connor Tyson. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. We are so excited you get to be here today. I have another wonderful guest on. This is Connor Tyson. We're so excited to hear from him. And I will say, Connor, uh, we don't have a lot of men on our show, so it's going to be awesome to have your perspective, especially when it comes to money. Now, I do want to introduce Connor a little bit. So he has a degree in in finance, his CHFC certification, and now has become a financial coach after being a financial advisor for over 20 years, which is amazing. So welcome, Connor, to the program. Thank you, Amber. Thank you. It's uh, exciting to be here. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about kind of your background and what brought you to financial coaching. Yeah. So um, at an early age, I realized there's something to this money thing. And I took it upon (laughs) myself to learn everything I could about money. And I took that into college. I actually got a degree in finance and started working down on Wall Street, became a financial advisor. And fast forward 22 years later, um, basically realized it's all about habits and behaviors. It has very little to do with knowledge. It's applying that knowledge to get what it is you ultimately want. And more in line with that effort uh, was being a coach, just being a guide. Don't sell anything outside of education, intentionality, and empowerment behind people's personal finances. They don't teach this stuff in schools. So instead of building the cars, we're driving down the highway. Let's try to come together and find a solution to help people get what it is they ultimately want. Absolutely. I love that. And I love the fact that you talked about it being more behaviors and habitual because so often I think it's easy to look at money and be like, well, it's too complicated. There's too much to learn. I don't know where to even begin. And of course, if we go to the internet as our guide, that can be like drinking from a fire hydrant. (laughs) It's just so much information that it's easy then to just go, I'm just not going to even pay attention because it's just too much. Um, Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's behaviors, it's habits. It's just putting you know, small things into practice over and over again. Um, So could you speak a little bit more to that? Yeah, I mean, basically what I realized was everybody knows what to do. They really do, right? Spend less than I make, avoid debt, save, give. We know these things. But along this journey somewhere, there's roadblocks or things that, right? So if we can unlock these, these roadblocks, if you will, and give follow through and accountability, people are more inclined or the odds of accomplishing what it is they truly want in the in the lens of finance that touches all our different aspects of our life. It helps them actually punch through, right? Get clear and get the motivation of what it's like. I want to get out of debt. Great. Why is that important to you, right? Get to the root issue. Like debt is just a symptom of a bigger a bigger issue going on, right? And once you really understand what it is at the other end of that rainbow, what is it you truly want? Get clear on your goals and your values and your principles. What is it preventing you from doing? What is it preventing you from feeling? Um, how long have you felt like this? These are the things that'll motivate you to change behavior. Watching a video is great, but then applying that knowledge why am I going to change swiping the card? Why am I actually going to do a money plan? 
consistently over time. I want to revert. It's human nature to avoid those things you don't understand. So I want to revert back to my old behaviors, right? So it's human nature. But if you get clear, which is our first step, which which my coaching first step is get clear and, and really define what that is. Now we can work from a base of what we're doing. What's the ultimate end destination, right? GPS only works only if you give it a destination, right? So (laughs) then gain control, get the tools and resources, and then execute the plan and over and over and over and over again. So that process, sometimes uh, three, three to six months, that's all it takes. And simple things, baby steps, right? They talked about the baby steps, but little things, right? So if if you want to go to the gym, Let's just start with putting our clothes out the night before, Mm -hmm. right? Something small, something that's achievable. And if you want it, I become your biggest cheerleader. Like I will not stop until you accomplish that, which is that you want to accomplish. So yeah, that's the small habits because you can't change, you know, you can't change everything. It's first understanding why you're doing it. Yes. Right. Really getting tapped into that. Um. And then taking that and getting the tools and resources, surrounding yourself with the tools and resources that allow you to do it and meet people where they're at. Yeah. Everybody's at a different point in this journey, right? So seek to understand and be understood. Mm -hmm. Give them what it is they need, right? If you're a spreadsheet person, great. Spreadsheets might work for you. Spreadsheets don't work for me, right? Okay. We're not going to use spreadsheets. Mm -hmm. Right. And budgets and things, they're just tools. Yes. So you have to learn and why you're going to apply these things and what are the results? What's in it for me? Right. (laughs) Why am I going to do this? (laughs) Yeah. What's the point behind doing a budget? What's the point behind doing the small steps? Where do you want to get to? Yeah. Yeah. What is it going to give me? Right. So peace of mind, control, intentionality, a clear picture. Okay. These are, these are the reasons why I would do it. And I would say along the way too, it's not just going to be like, Oh, I've got to do this, but I think it becomes easier and easier along the way, the more it becomes a habit, you know? So putting a budget together may have a little bit more effort in the beginning because it might be new, or we might need to try again after not doing it for, for maybe a long time. But then once that becomes more of a habit, then it becomes easier. It just becomes part of your routine instead of something you have to consciously always be thinking about. Yeah, progress, not perfection, right? So I got take two steps back and then all of a sudden one step, you know, I'm not perfect, but as long as I'm going in the right direction, I'm going to be way further than when I when I started the journey. Yes. Right? It's applying yourself yes. to that, yeah. And you have all the knowledge you've gained along the way. So it's not like you're starting off at ground zero either. It's like, oh, I'm taking what I've learned and now I can apply it now going forward. Yeah, you have more awareness. You have more awareness of where you are and in relationship to where you want to go. And you ultimately, what happens is the transformation is so stark that you would never actually go back. You can't even picture yourself where you started. It's amazing. And you, how, yeah, how you don't have the desire, be. just like you said, you don't have the desire to return back to who you were. Correct. Correct. So good. So as you know, we're coming into a brand new year. We love that. I think terminology of something new because it sounds like, oh, we can start fresh. We can have now new goals or work towards goals. Maybe we didn't complete last year, but they 
we might have a new direction of how to accomplish those goals. And it, it feels like we can start again. So I'm, I'd love to know from you, Connor, about what people can do in the new year as they're looking at their finances and saying, you know what, we don't want to repeat last year, maybe, or, or we want to build on last year to really create more of what we want in our lives. So two things that I would definitely say there's, so we've all heard of smart goals, right? Smart yes. goals. Okay. So I came up with this, this smart spending. If you become a smart consumer, okay, there's five things, smart, ready? S, S stands for self-aware. Will this purchase get me what I ultimately want? Is it getting me closer to the person or the life in which I'm trying to build around myself? Okay. A is, a, I mean, M is motive, right? What is my motivation? Finances is, a, is an emotional thing. Right. So am I angry? Am I sad? Am I trying to buy the affection of others? Mm. Am I trying to prestige? Am I trying to look good? Right. Stop and just ask yourself these things. Right. Then A is affordability. It, was it in my budget? Do I have a budget? Do I have a money plan? Am I telling my money where to go? Or is it a impulse purchase? Is it a non-intentional spending of money? Affordability. Then you also have research, R, research. Have I done, is this the right real, uh, re realtor? Is this the right um, product? Did I look at the price? Is there any discounts? Did I ask for a discount, coupon, yeah. right? Did I ask others? Research, did I ask my significant other? Do you think this would be a good thing, bad thing, right? Have, a circle of people, a council around you to help you make wise financial decisions. Then T, T is time, the opportunity cost. If I spend $1,500 on this thing, I won't have this money for the family vacation or the retirement fund. What is the opportunity cost of this purchase? So smart, become a smart consumer. If you use that mantra and ask those five questions, you will make wise financial decisions and baby steps over time. And you realize, wow, I'm really, half my purchases are not intentional or they're not in line with what I truly want. And those small little course corrections along the way add up to big differences of like, I haven't gone on a family vacation in years. Why is that? Right? Yeah. And it's the small things. We're talking about the small things. How do you lose $10,000 a year? On something you basically spend small. <laughs> $20. Yeah, $20.43 a day adds up to $10,000. That's a very, very nice family vacation. That's a tire replacement fund. That's retirement. So people unintentionally spend $20 before lunch. Yeah. Right? An exercise you could do really easily. Just look at your bank statement with a highlighter. Just purchases under $20. Just highlight them and look at them. Yeah. And how yeah, often wow. they're reoccurring. Yeah. So it's, you know, I don't tell people how to spend their money. It's your money. You can spend it wherever you want. But all I do is just put it in relationship to what you truly want. Yeah. Is this in line with what you want? Is it intentional? Is it? And that's if it's in the budget and it's in line with what you want. Like if you want your morning coffee and support. Yeah. Go ahead. You like gourmet coffee, makes you feel good, socialized. Yeah, sure, go ahead. But as long as it's in line with what you truly want, 
and it's in the budget and we can afford it and it's not and you know okay fine let's do that that's a, that's a okay right it's not going to the principal's office or anything like that so <laughs> it's right tell them you can't do this and all these things you hear it's really about the habits and behaviors and awareness absolutely um, yeah the money mindset of abundance versus scarcity am i doing this out of fear mm -hmm. am i right it's it's an emotional thing so uh, once i've realized that it changed my whole perspective on how to help people with their personal finances, right? So when I was a financial advisor, I would do financial plans. Mm -hmm. And that the, the financial plan would say, oh, you need to save $625 a month. And by age 64, you'd be able to retire. Okay, that's yeah. all well and good. That, that I, can't, I can't do that. Right, right. Right, so now what? So I can't implement that, the plan. So the habits. Yeah. And I think that's what can be really, I don't know, discouraging for a lot of folks when they think about money and setting aside retirement is a lot of times they can go to a financial advisor and they're like, yeah, we can totally set something up for you so you can have the future that you want. You just need to save X amount of dollars. And, you know, if that has not been a habit of saving or maybe not saving that much, not knowing how to, that can feel a little discouraging to be like, I don't even know how I can save you know, $624 a month to go towards retirement on top of everything else that we have in our lives. So I love that you're giving kind of these specific steps to be like, okay, let's start to address why we spend our money this way, why that's important to us. And is it really getting us to where we want to be? Especially that your example of daily coffee, that might seem amazing right now in part of your something that you love to do, but is that also contributing to what you want in your future? Is it keeping you from the retirement that you want? Is it keeping you from creating other things in your life? And then you have to decide, is it worth it? And I think that's so important and powerful. And it's not that, you know, have those in the financial field or, you know, financial advisors saying you can or can't do this. You just have to decide, is this working you towards your goals that you want in your own life? Yeah, because ultimately, I mean, I can't implement it, so there must be something wrong with me, right? Mm -hmm. So there's enough guilt, shame, and remorse going around personal finances out there. We don't need that. We need empowerment. <laughs> yeah. We need clarity. We need intentionality. We need to be doing it in a good way that we, we're yes. motivated. Once you, once you have that clarity, you're motivated to do the monthly budget, yes. right? Otherwise, it's like eating broccoli. I hate broccoli, right? So it's like, oh, I don't want to <laughs> eat broccoli. So- Great. Now that I, if I'm actually have clarity on my principles and values and align my money plan with that, now I'm revved to do my monthly budget yeah, or my monthly plan. And it's not this big arduous task. We have this thing called the 15 money, 15 minute uh, monthly budget, 15 money, money plan. It's 15 minutes a month. Now, do you start out there? No, <laughs> but within 90 days, you're there. It's 15 minute sit down, plan out the month ahead. What are our goals? What do we want to accomplish? Okay, great. And then the intentionality of tracking that left to our own devices, uh, it's, it's a little difficult, right? You need some follow through and accountability uh, of that. And that was one of the missing ingredients. I realized like, wow, this is, this is really what makes it happen for people. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I completely agree there. You know, a couple different points that you brought up is that you know, so much of the time there's these negative emotions associated with money. Now, I think 
you know, we might have some of those feelings letting us know, hey, that was maybe a decision I didn't want to make, let's say guilt, for example. But when we keep ourselves stuck in shame or guilt and saying, well, I'm never going to be good with money, or there's just something wrong with me, or, you know, I just can't get to where I want to be, I will never accomplish my goals. That is not where we want you to stay. We don't want yeah. you to stay in that mindset, because that's not going to help you create the life that you want. So let's put aside those feelings of being stuck and in shame and just say, let's, let's focus on the habits that's going to help propel you forward to help you have that confidence to help you start to see, okay, this is how I can formulate it and get to a place where you take 15 minutes a month and just say, Hey, what do we want to accomplish this month? Where do we want to send our money? Where do we want to tell it where to go? So it can be in our favor, instead of just at the end of the month going, what happened to everything? And now I can't put any money in savings. Like I'm, you said, it's more motivating. It's it's funny because it, it seems like it's overwhelming, but in the beginning it is because you don't want to overwhelm the overwhelmed. I get it. Yeah. Right. And it's emotional. And when you think about it, I use the analogy of a car, right? You want to use the windshield. The windshield is 10 times bigger than the rear room mirror. You glance in the rear room mirror to see where you, you were, but use the windshield, the energy of moving forward. What type of relationship do I want to have with money moving forward? Yes. What are the principles yes. I want to act by and observe moving forward and instill in my life when I deal with money? Communication with spouses and significant others. Yes. Right? How do I get them on board? How, how do I say no in a healthy way to my friends when they want to go to the Hamptons and have a weekend a girls trip? Or, yeah. And I, it's not in line with what I ultimately want right now right? Social activities are important. Yes. Okay. But now maybe there's a, a way to save for that in the future. Maybe this go around. No, but come spring. Absolutely. Let's do it. And I don't have the, the worry and the stress of, all right, it's going to be on the credit card again. I just paid that off and now I'm back into it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's yes. intentionality. It popped into my head. I was like, back to your smart spending is, are you doing this to please others? Or are you doing this to align, you know, to align with your goals? And that's another thing to kind of look at and be like, okay, why am I truly making this decision? So that's a, more of that awareness too. And just taking a little bit of time to acknowledge that and say, okay, is this truly what I want? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So Child. good. So I'm curious from you, Connor, especially as we're getting into this new year, what could our listeners do that would have the, like one thing that they could do to have the biggest impact on their financial lives? So you've probably heard this one before, right? Tracking where your money's going and or a money plan. So instead of being reactive, be proactive with your money. We want to start the new year off fresh, plan out the month ahead, pull out a calendar, What's going on in my life in the month of January? Mm -hmm. Birthdays, weddings, dinners out, date night, whatever, right? And then make a plan for your money. Be intentional, proactive and say, okay, here's my income. Here are my monthly expenses, starting with your needs. The needs are food, shelter, transportation, utilities. You really think about it and medicine, everything above and beyond that's a want. Then just prioritize your wants. Mm -hmm. Go down that list as far as you can. 
till the money runs out or or there's too much month left over at the end of the money. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then, okay, where where in this list can I also pay myself? You should put yourself on top of the list. Yes. Right? And most people spend and then try to save. How about save then spend? Yes, pay that yourself first. That is the first. biggest <laughs> switch. Yeah, yeah, pay yourself first. We've all heard this, right? We know what to do. Why isn't it that we're not doing it? Yes. The other thing is start a new relationship with money. Sit down and think about, all right, if I was to hit the restart button, what is it that I think would help me the most with getting the lifestyle in which I'd like to live? It may be more income. Yeah. It may be less frivolous and unintentional spending. Maybe communication with my spouse or my kids about money, the mm -hmm. stress, make it a priority and things will actually start happening. Now, you need help in this, right? Your best thinking has gotten you here. You may need someone outside, non-judgmental, mm -hmm. just to give you a little bit of guidance to how to navigate that next month, yeah. right? And check in with your money. That Those things in your life that get attention will grow. Yes. That and we focus on. you give it the attention that it needs, it'll flourish. It will. You become more aware. You become more intentional. And it becomes a habit. If you do it once a month, it's gonna, you're only going to do it 12 times a year. Yeah. <laughs> if you do it 52 times a year every week, okay, now there's a lot more reinforcement. It takes a little bit of discipline. Yeah. And just like a, a coach is just that guide that can say, okay, let's take a look at it. Hey, how, yeah. how have you been keeping up? Is it getting you to where you want to be? Cause you're actively using it, you know, and that, I think that's true even for us as coaches, <laughs> you know, we need that accountability too. We need someone saying, Hey, did you check in and do this? How's this working out for you? Because we all get stuck in our own stuff sometimes. And especially yeah. when it comes to money and the emotion around it. So just having that non-judgmental, like you just said, kind of guide just to say like, Hey, we're here to support you. We want yeah, the and best for you. Give going yourself forward. permission. You are going to fail. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't beat yourself up. Like put down the hammer, pick up the feather and just, uh, I, I didn't do my monthly, I didn't check in with my, my spending this week. Okay. Let's now we know let's get back into it. It's no big deal. Yeah. Right. 51, yeah. 51 out of 52. Not bad. But if we keep doing this, we're, we're going to end up where we were. So it's just awareness and accountability of what yes. you truly want. And if you really, really want it, there's, I can, yeah, definitely help you, right? There's tons of, there's tons of resources out there. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that you said something really, really important is just not allowing that to stop you in your goals because you made a mistake. It, in fact, mistakes are the way that we learn. That's a great way to help us see what's not working and saying, okay, well, now I made that decision that didn't work. What do I want to choose to do now that can help me move forward? So yeah, don't let those mistakes be the stopping point to your financial journey. But let's say, let's see what we can learn from them. And then we can build on those going forward. So I really appreciate that you, you said that because we don't want that to be a hindrance. Yeah, smart people learn from the mistakes. Really smart people learn from other people's mistakes. Yes. I've <laughs> sat down with hundreds of people. And I know exactly what's going to happen. Like the roadblocks. My job is to get those roadblocks out of your way before they happen. Yes. So I, I already know what, where the journey is. 
what's going to, okay, what's going to happen? Or something on the 24th of the month is going to pop up unexpected that wasn't in our budget. Do we just throw the whole budget out? No. Right, right. How do we adapt mm -hmm. and get around that and then survive? And then, wow, oh my God, I just made it through a month without, you know, putting anything on the credit card. This is amazing, oh, right? Yes. Or I, I was able to actually build up an emergency account of a couple thousand dollars. How did how did I do that, right? Because I was never able to do that without something. Something would throw me off, and I would just throw it like this. Budgeting stuff doesn't work, right? Exactly, and, it, yeah. <laughs> and, and you beat yourself up, and it doesn't have to be like that at all, which is great. So I love what I do, and it's changing lives every day. Oh, so good. Yes. And I, I feel so strongly, you know, with this program and bringing on experts like you is this money conversation needs to be just that a money conversation. You know, it's not something we have to be ashamed about or to feel bad about or to make it be taboo. But it, the more we can reach out, ask for help, talk about it, the more we can get the help that we need to move forward. And so that is so important to be able to share that, open up, talk about it so you can get the services, the tools, the resources you need to move forward. Yeah, everybody thinks their situation is different or unique and the, the most horrible thing. Like there's a lot of, believe I've seen everything, everything. I've, I've had dentists that have had over half a million dollars of debt and student loans. I've seen everything in between. It's okay. Yeah. It's a okay. Reach out for help. There's people there that'll help you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're so happy to do so, <laughs> you know, and we're, we're not here to judge or to say, this is, you should feel bad for what you did. It's just like, no, let's just help you move forward and create what you want. So I love yes. that. If my audience is looking to reach out to you, to connect with you, to learn more, where can they find you? Yep. So perfect place to start would be my website, right? Awesome. Uh, www.progress. I want to make progress. Progress FC, like financialcoaching.com. So progressfc.com. You can book a free consultation, conversation. We just chat, see where you're at in your journey and see if it, there's a good fit and next steps. And there's tons of, there's resources, free resources on that website for anybody. And uh, that's a great place to reach me. Um, you can email me also, which is also on the website, which is Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R dot Tyson, T-Y-S-O-N at progressfc.com. And uh, that's the best way to reach me. Oh, that's fantastic. And I appreciate you so much, Connor, being on today, being able to share those um, awesome tips and advice, especially with the smart spending coming up here in the new year, which is going to be amazing. And we encourage all of you. We want to help you. We want to help you get to your goals in 2024. If you need that help, definitely reach out and, you know, chat with Connor. He's a great resource that can support you in that going forward. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Amber. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine taking control over where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. Imagine the freedom you will have from not worrying constantly about your finances. Imagine enjoying the decisions you make with your money. I know this is possible for you. Head on over to amberpetersoncoachingfinance.now.site where we can work together to make it happen. And if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.